Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing guest, I always like to start with a marketing tip of the day along with a self-care tip of the day to get your day started. And then, of course, I will share more about my amazing guest. So marketing tip of the day, Um, we are going to talk all about the importance of Instagram constantly changing um, their layouts and how frustrating it is. Um, And it's so hard to keep up. And I just have to say, you are just not alone in this. And I find that they tend to test out certain profiles um, when they are... I don't know, when they're looking to see who can adjust easier or not as easily. Um, And what I love too is you can always give feedback. Like I absolutely hate this new look or this is not easy to use. So always make sure that you um, give feedback when Instagram asks for it or you can submit to them specifically um, because the more you can share what resonates with you and what doesn't, um, that also helps their platform grow. Yes, so that's my marketing tip of the day. I know that social media platforms constantly Constantly change their layouts because they like to see how people can easily adjust or not. So you are just not alone in that. I just saw today that Instagram changed stuff and I'm like, oh my God, another thing. And I work in this world day in and day out. And I could tell you that it frustrates me too. So you are just not alone. So now let's talk about self-care tip of the day. So self-care tip of the day. um, I don't know if anybody's big on cleansing and I'm really not huge on like saying like eliminate all foods, all things and any nutritionist listening or chefs like please no judgment here. But um, I've just for a, for over a year, like I hadn't done any sort of cleansing and I had done isogenic, Shakeology, all the things. And something intuitively told me to like try uh, isogenics again and give it a chance. And I have to say like energetically, um, it really there really is such a difference um, in your day. And when you actually clean your insides like with healthier ingredients and nutrition, you actually – put this is going to sound really woo woo but it, it really makes sense like you're putting out more clear energy because you're taking care of your insides and when you take care of your insides it comes through on the outside um so take care of your insides because it shines through on the outside um yeah i just wanted to share that because for the first time in a year i decided to take this venture on again and i feel pretty great today so i wanted to share that energy with you Okay, so now let's talk about my amazing guest. Let's talk about Patty Burns, who is the founder of Leather Unleashed, which is um, they hand make all dog leashes, um, pearl and leather jewelry. She also has gorgeous bags. I mean, she is literally a one-stop shop for all things accessories, and they make it with love. And um, they're so creative in all the things they're doing. They have wine bags. They have really cute dog keychains. The dog collar and leashes are absolutely fantastic. I mean, I can attest that I have them. She is also an incredible dog trainer. um, And I've known Patty for a long time. I mean, she was at my wedding and she watched, um, she's like one of Hershey's aunties. Um, My dog is Hershey. And so she watched Hershey at our wedding. And so it's just been so awesome to see her blossom this awesome business and supporting other businesses. So I'm really excited for you to get to know her. And we're going to fill you in on all the amazing things on animals and jewelry and bags and beyond. So stay tuned for the amazing Patty Burns. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. 
everybody. I am officially here with the amazing Patty Burns, the founder of Leather Unleashed, one amazing dog trainer. Hi, Patty. How are you today? Hey, Jackie. How you doing? Good. I'm so excited to have you here. I gave you such an awesome intro because, you know, I have special love for Patty, but um, I just think you're so amazing and I'm so excited for my audience to get to know you. So let's first talk about, you know, how did you fall into the world of dog training? Well, it started in 1990-something when I was <laughs> two, and I adopted my very first dog at the shelter because I didn't grow up with them, and he proved to be an expensive nightmare even for that period. He was a dominant, fear-aggressive, pushy beast that I fell in love with and I kept for 11 years. Oh, I love that story. Well, and also, okay, so now tell me though, like obviously you learned so much from that experience, but like yes. what sort, what did you do? Did you hire a trainer or did you look I, up stuff online? Like what was your way of incorporating and learning the skill set to help, you know, the process? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I bought a lot of books. I read everything I could get my hands on. I took him to a boot camp where he stayed for 10 days. I took him to a puppy class, <laughs> even though he was a year old. And we left in shame after the second lesson. Um, we hired a behaviorist to come out, which was a big fiasco because, you know, a dog that's laying down in the backseat of your car can still growl. And then I did the last chance training with this guy out in Hopkinton who never came near us. And then I found a trainer that said, hey, this is what's wrong with your dog. And I said, why hasn't anybody told me that before? Right. So I spent all this money on all of these different training techniques and types. And not one person said, your dog is a dominant, fear-aggressive creature. So I said, I I can help people now that I kind of know what I'm looking at, find out why their dog behaves the way they do. Because if you don't know why they're doing it, how can you fix it? Right. That is so true. Great points. All right. So then you decided to become a dog trainer. Can you talk about your first experience with a dog that wasn't yours and what that was like for you? Well, I met a whole boatload of different types of dogs. But back when I started, there were a lot of pit bulls and kind of some really reactive dogs that would come back and try and bite their owners. For all, you know, that's what we were doing more behavior based because the trainer that I took my trainer's course from was more of a behavior modifier. So we worked with more of the dogs that had a tendency to be less friendly. So I always had a healthy respect for learning to properly meet a strange dog. So I always came into it with that mindset. I don't really remember the first dog I worked with but there were a ton of them. I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. That's uh, hilarious. (laughs) So what would you say, you know, when somebody first gets a puppy, what is the most common, you know, in terms of training? Like what are the steps that a new furry dog parent should consider? So first of all, when you bring a puppy home, it's not necessarily the best thing to treat them like a child. To take a step back and think about how do dogs learn? How do dogs communicate? What am I saying to my puppy to teach him what I don't want him to be doing and to set you and the puppy up for success? Because the longer the puppy is enabled to misbehave, the longer you lose that respect and that leadership kind of place in their life. So I always say, you know, when you bring a puppy home, you know, it's like teaching a class of deaf children. If you don't know how to speak sign language, how are you going to cut through and and talk to that class? Right. Great point. Great point. (laughs) 
when you turn around and you try to talk to a dog who has no linguistic skills and you try to tell them how much you love them and how you don't want them to chew on the table leg, how are they perceiving what you're saying? Because they look at your body posture. They look at each other, you know, based on nose, eyes, ears, tail, and how your body's leaning to communicate with with each other organically. So when they look at us and we're hugging when we should be standing tall or we're talking softly when we should be growling. We kind of confuse the conversation. Right. That's such a great point. And I want to uh, personally point out a special tip that you told me when like I got Hershey and I think it's still something that I'm learning as I go. But like whenever you give a demand, like you have to say it once, right? So like, no, like I think a lot of people repeat themselves. And that was something you always told me. Like, I don't know if you remember telling me this, but like, you're like, Jackie, you have to say it once. Like, do not repeat it. Like just say it one time. (laughs) Right. Yeah. If you don't mean it, they're not going to listen to you. Right. It's not negotiations. Right. That's a great way of saying that, though. It's such a great point. Because every time I look at Hershey and, I, and like I notice even with like my father-in-law, like he'll repeat it. And then Hershey will be like, eh, I don't have to listen to them now. I mean, they already made their point. You know, it's so funny. It's hilarious. It but, is. But like, Patty, you're always top of mind. I just have to tell you, you really are in those circumstances always. So, okay, let's now talk about how your business came about, which is so freaking exciting, Leather Unleashed. So obviously being a dog trainer for so long, you decided to originally create a business with two passions. Do you want to discuss further? Go ahead. Okay. So I fell into this business idea when my brother had been out of work for a little while uh, and he was getting a little stir crazy. So we needed to give him something to do that would give him sort of a job. So I decided he had a love for leather belts. Back in the day, he used to, you know, do the tandy tooling with the, the kits and stuff. So I'm like, hey, let's make leather leashes because I'm a dog trainer. And um, so we started there. And that kind of branched into dog collars, which branched into keychains key and then braiding and stuff. And I said, hey, I like tying knots. I'm going to tie pearls on leather because I really love pearls. And we kind of went from there. I love it. And so tell my audience, like all the things you guys offer. So you have bags, you have, you know, like you said a little bit, like keychains, leashes, collars, tell us all of it. So we do um, tote bags. We have a wine bag, which can carry two um, bottles of wine for all of us that like to go out and visit friends when COVID isn't a problem. Um, (laughs) And then um, we have travel bags. Uh, We have jewelry. I do leather earrings with kangaroo leather and pearls. I do other gemstones. We do some a little bit of wire wrapping. Um, We're cutting leather, um, leather and wood on my big beast of a laser cutter machine that we just got. So there's a whole lot more fun coming. Um, And uh, knotted lariat necklaces, belts. All sorts of fun things. All the fun things. And you guys have wallets too. I mean, you're creating this like one-stop shop, you know? It's so awesome. Yeah, we are. It's so awesome. And I I can attest that the products are beautiful and you can tell they're made with so much love and creativity. You guys are just so awesome. It's like really inspiring to watch the business grow. So what are some like... What what would you say out of all the products that you're selling? I know you said the wine, toad, and things like that. What are some trending things that people seem to buy the most of right now in terms of products? So the wine bag is a big favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the leather with the Ghana glass earrings Mm -hmm. 
our big favorite. I found the kind of glass. I really liked it. It's got a big hole, so it fits a good chunky leather cord through it. So, and occasionally bracelets, but I think mostly it's the bags right now and and earrings. Totally. And I would say too, in terms of like COVID and people being more at home, like what would you say, even for dogs and stuff, like how, how has that affected like your business as a trainer, your business as a business owner? Like, can you share a little bit more about that? So for the dog training, it's kind of helped because people have been home with their dogs for so long totally. that their dogs are <laughs> acting out. And, right. And there's some, you know, missing socializing that's been happening kind of like, um, you know, as I've been a dog trainer for years, I've noticed usually winter time, the dog goes into winter and comes out in spring with a different set of problem behaviors because they aren't out and about. Well, we kind of got another round of that with the COVID. Right. Uh, so the dogs are getting some more separation anxiety now, though, um, not just the socializing with strangers and you know manners and stuff, but the being a little bit more of a stranger danger and separation anxiety kind of coming more to the forefront. Totally. And what would you say on the business side too? Because you guys were doing a lot of flea markets when you first launched your business and things like that. So like, how is the transition? Yeah, um, we, we're trying to transition to the online and the uh, word of mouth mm-hmm. more. Um, but there are some, especially for the holidays, some of our um, craft fairs that we would be doing are actually going virtual. So right. we're going to be doing several of those over the next you know, month. So exciting. That way. So we like that. I know. Um, so it's been a little bit more tricky. I know. And by the time, actually, by the time this podcast is live, it will be Cyber Monday. So like everybody definitely needs to hear what Patty's special offer is too. Do you want to share what you're offering today? We're offering 15% off for next on scene podcast listeners. Woo! Woohoo! Just mention <laughs> that in an email and we'll apply that. Yes, you will. Worth it, my friends. Great, great holiday stocking stuffers, gifts for him and her. And Patty customizes too, which I love, which is so cool because she has this awesome, what did you call it? A dope bag, right? A dot bag. Dot bag. Dope bag. That's hilarious. Dot <laughs> bag. So well, like you may consider it a dope that you're giving it to, but no, it's a dot bag. That's hilarious. So basically it's great for like men or women. Um, it could be like a makeup bag, it could be uh when you're so traveling. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. It could be all the things for men or women, which I love. But the reason I'm bringing this up specifically for me is because I wanted a different color leather and Patty was able to do that. So like if you have specific needs, like you can always request that too, which is awesome. So absolutely, yeah, I just wanted to share that because even like your wine bags, like the olive green, freaking awesome. Like now you're expanding your color palettes of leather. It's like so fun to watch. You know, so and the other thing is everything's hand sewn for the tote bags and stuff. So it's sewn by hand. So it does take a little bit of extra time because it's it's a labor of love. Mm-hmm. You can totally tell. And now you're making wooden earrings, which are so different and fun, right? Oh, yeah. So cool. Absolutely. Yay. It's just so fun to watch like a small business, like expand their palette of their offerings and like get creative, you know? So cool. And you've been in it. From the beginning, so you've seen everything change. I know. It's just really, it's really fun and so cool to watch. I'm like very proud. Thank you. Yeah, of course. All right, Patty. So what? let's talk about some fun facts about Patty. But before we do that, please, before we close out, tell everybody how they can shop with you, how they can follow you on social media and all the things and inquire for dog training. So we have a website, leatherunleashed.com. We're on Facebook, Leather Unleashed. And we're on Instagram, Leather Unleashed 1. 
Awesome. Everybody definitely follow Patty. She is crushing social media. When I met her, she was not posting and didn't have a business. And now she is full blown business. It is really exciting. So definitely give her a follow. She has great stuff she's offering. All right, Patty, you ready for some game time? And we're going to share fun facts about you. Okay. All right. So let's first talk about your non-interest, unfortunately, of potatoes. So tell my audience, why do you hate potatoes? I have never liked them from the minute it was first put in my mouth. I spit it out. I can't stand them. I don't know why. And it's such a cool food. I know. You do so many things with it. And I sit there and I watch people eat them and I just like, want to leave the room. Is that like a hereditary? Like, does anybody in your family no. not like potatoes? It's so interesting. No. I, I've only, I mean, I don't think I've ever met anybody else that doesn't like potatoes. And it's really, it's awful. Crazy. My Irish root, all my relatives and ancestors are cringing at the thought that <laughs> there's an Irish person who hates potatoes and beer. That's hilarious. I mean, that's wow. literally probably one of the funnest facts I never knew about you until this moment. So like, that's amazing. Okay. So you love chihuahuas. You worked with every sort of dog on the planet. So tell us what is the love for the chihuahuas? Because they're just crazy little beasts. They may be tiny, but they are certainly opinionated mm-hmm. and they certainly train their owners well. That's hilarious. They definitely do. I can, I can totally see that. That's hilarious. Okay. Yep. So your third fun fact is that you wish to cook, but you, you're using your Instapot on the regular. So tell me I about do. this I a little bit. My Instapot. I, I love it. It's just one of those beasts of a kitchen appliance that can do anything from yogurt to cheesecake. It's so cool. But like, isn't that cooking? You're saying you want to cook. Well, I want to learn like to actually like use the oven and the stove. Ah, okay. So what's an ideal meal on your bucket list that you want to make? A medium rare roast beef with gravy. That sounds good. Rice, no potato, um, and you know, green beans or something. But I, I always overcook the roast beef and I like my meat rare, not burnt. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's like extreme. Why? Because when you leave it on for too long, that's the thing. That's hilarious. I forget. Or, you know, by the time I take it out and I let it sit, it's always burnt. That's hilarious. Okay. So burnt to me is medium well. Burnt to you is medium well. That's so funny. Oh, Patty, you cracked me up. Okay. So now let's discuss, um, obviously, if you hate potatoes, what is Patty's favorite food? I love a really good meat lasagna. Ooh. With hamburger and sausage, not just hamburger. That sounds delicious. Now, where do you get something like that? I can make that in the oven and I don't burn it. That's one of the only things I can make. Awesome. (laughs) Sounds amazing. Uh, I like mine because I like to pick the sauce that I use. I like it. I like it a lot. That's fantastic. Okay. Next question. Um, where is a favorite place you've ever traveled to thus far? And what is a bucket list place, travel place you've never been that you want to go? So my bucket list travel place is Thailand and I have tickets. I was supposed to go in July. So I forgot about that. Summer. Yeah. So that's going to be chopped off my bucket list next summer. Hopefully fingers crossed. Nice. Um, and I went to St. Thomas and I loved laying on the beach. And oh my God. Just enjoying that relaxing ocean tropic kind of setting sounds amazing sounds so why thailand by the way just for my audience like what would you Uh, like what about thailand is like made it your bucket list destination well my sister-in-law's from thailand and my hairdresser is also from thailand and she and i are going to be going together with our our kids that are about the same age that's so fun 
So yeah. Okay. I see the close connection, like close to home connection. That's very cool. It'd be fun to go. It will. It'll be awesome. I hope that you go sooner rather than later. Hopefully this yeah, will pass. I want, to meet, I want to meet the elephant. I know. that's That, I have to say, looks like one of the coolest things to do there, right? Yeah. I feel like that's like a must-have thing to do. I want to go watch them in their native habitat. It's hilarious. I love it. Okay. Next question. What If you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life from head to toe, what would it be and why? So it would be a plaid shirt with a, a turtleneck because I like turtlenecks, um, pair of good jeans and um, like bootlets. Love it. Or boots. I love boots. I was going to say plaid shirts or patty 1000%. Like you're always wearing really cool plaid shirts. They're very cute. I do. And they're comfortable. So if you're too hot, you can take it off and wear a tank top, right? And if it's too warm, oh, yeah. right? And then if you're cold, you can put it on. It's brilliant. I like it. Because we have every, every part of my life, every minute of my life requires a plaid shirt. <laughs> That's fantastic. Good answer. Okay. Final question. If you could spend a day with somebody dead or alive, you have not met yet, who would it be and why? Well, I have two, but my, if I can only pick one, it's George Harrison. Cool. You could pick two. Tell me both. All right. And Warren Zevon. Cool. And for what reason? So George being a Beatle kind of, I liked his songs. He had that big heart. He, uh, was slightly spiritual, uh, but he just kind of called me with, with his music. So I like him a lot. I like it. That's solid. Okay. And, and then what What about the other person you said? <laughs> Warren Zevon, um, also a musician. He's just one of those weird songs. I mean, just grew up listening to him with my brother. Um, just one of those people. And I saw him in concert a bunch. So like silly question, what band was he in or was he just a solo oh, artist? He was, it's just Warren Zevon. And he sang that song, Excitable Boy, um, that I think it was in the Color of Money movie. Okay. I'm going to look it up when we're done with this podcast because I'm like, it's, his name sounds so familiar. I just can't put a... Yeah. And I think Linda Ronstadt did his song, Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me. Oh. Um, so cool. he was not quite on the beaten path. I like it. So it's literally like two, the two different sides of Patty, really. Yeah. Right. It's so fun. That's like really unique. What would be like one thing you'd want to do with each of them specifically? Well, I would want to know from Warren how he came up with all of those weird songs. <laughs> and what about George Harrison? I would just like to sit there and have a cup of tea with him and just pick his brain. Stare at him. <laughs> I love it. That's he's amazing. Just, and he's nice he's to look at the combination of both. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he, was just, he was just, I think he's just a presence. Totally. I mean, there's a reason he was in one of the most successful, like 100%. So cool. All right, Patty, you are so fantastic. This was so fun today. Can you repeat again how people can follow you on social media, inquire for dog training or, you know, purchase any awesome products? So we're on um, Instagram, Leather Unleashed One. We're on Facebook, Leather Unleashed. And our website is leatherunleashed.com. Perfect. Everybody definitely needs to give Leather Unleashed a follow. Get your holiday gifts in now and get your customizable stuff done if you want Patty to do it for you. She's so fantastic. And thank you, Patty, so much for coming on to Next On Scene. And stay tuned for who's next on scene. The ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become Next On Scene. Are you next? Follow us 
at Next On Scene. 